Welcome to the Many Bitch <laughs> Podcast. Uh, this is the special E3 episode. We've got lots to talk about. Brandon, how are you doing today? Um, you know, welcome back to the Las Vegas Weather Podcast. Yeah. Uh, thanks to this new Windows 10 update, it tells me down at the bottom that it is currently 107 degrees Fahrenheit and gives me a heat warning. Yeah, that's, uh, that is about where you'd get a heat warning. That's very hot. Yeah, at first, when I first saw that, I thought it was like my PC temperature that was 107 <laughs> degrees. And I'm like, it was my computer sense. about to explode right now? I was like, what? Because um, you know how usually like PC temps are told in Celsius. So I was like, I... Oh, 100 what? Celsius PC. Yeah, yeah, that would be nuts. That would be uh, well past the... Uh... We'll pass the warranty uh, advisory on that. Yeah, I think what is that? It's not really spo- nothing's supposed to get hotter than about seventy. Exactly. Yeah. If you if you if your temperatures on your PC start with an eight, you're you're uh, you're not in good in good territory. <laughs> uh, other than that, man, you know it's not too bad. How about yourself? Yeah, you know, another day. And uh, I've been falling, uh, as you know. I've been falling quite hard for No Man's Sky recently, playing <laughs> an unhealthy amount of that. Um, You're welcome. So in about, so from Friday to Friday, in, in a week's time, I worked 40 hours uh, in my job, and then I also put 40 hours into No Man's Sky somewhere in that as well, which is uh, pretty stupid. So yeah, playing a lot of No Man's Sky, and it's fun. Playing a lot of No Man's Sky with you. And uh, it's quite fun. Yeah, man, it is. It is really fun. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. And it actually opens our first uh, bit of news. So we're going to do things a little bit differently for this episode because we have so much E3 news to talk about. Uh, we are recording this on the Sunday after all the big conferences have ended. We still have another day tomorrow, but uh, because of our schedules, we won't be able to record tomorrow. So we're going to do... Uh, we'll just wrap gonna... up with like Nintendo and Capcom next yeah. week or something or I think, next I think recording we'll, session exactly that's what i was thinking we'll just throw that right into the next one uh so for this episode we're going to start off with a section that's non-e3 news this is the stuff that's broken out in the past two weeks since our last regular episode and then we're going to move into talk about the e3 news and we'll do that uh conference by conference we're going to run you down on all the things that were announced and then at the end we'll sort of say what we think about what but uh yeah we've got some stuff to talk about so uh, we'll jump right into it with the non-E3 news. Number one, No Man's Sky has just got another huge update. Um, it improved the graphics, and it did a lot of that on the server side, so there's no real big uh, performance hit, which is pretty sweet. I believe it's called the Prisms update, and uh, yeah, adds a lot of particle effects and ray tracing goodness and all that stuff. And yeah, it's pretty It's pretty nice. I started playing, I think, just after this update dropped, so I wasn't able to see the difference. But you've been playing for a long time, so uh, how did you like this? Well, unfortunately, I really don't even get the full effect of uh, the Prisms update, because most of it was the DLSS behind it. Oh. And that's an NVIDIA graphics card-specific thing. And I have a Radeon card, so... <laughs> However, there are still the um, the depth mapping on certain textures. I, I do get the reflections. Right. Um, 
I get some of the ray tracing stuff without actually having ray tracing and it just makes the game so much more beautiful like the biometric lighting in the caves on the spotlight to your ships it's yep. amazing the game is it's beautiful always has been beautiful keeps getting more beautiful it 10 is, out of 10 would recommend it's, it's a really it's a really ambitious game and honestly it's quite slept on uh i may have to make a, a video about that uh about no man's sky because it's it's really good it's really quite good and i slept on it for a long time um but yeah quite quite the redemption arc for sure moving on to our next point god of war ragnarok has been delayed to 2022 but has been confirmed to be playable on our previous gen consoles such as playstation 4 which i think is really cool kind of sucks that it's getting delayed even longer but it makes it playable for those of us who can't get ps5s so yeah yeah i don't uh so when we did our predictions episode, um, our, our guest, uh, Roro, he brought up a really good point, which is that we don't really know if God of War Ragnarok is a full sequel or if it's one of those yeah, like partial sequels. sequels. Right. So if that's the case, I could totally see them probably planning to bring it to PS4 from the get-go, because if it's really just a continuation of God of War and there's not really any new crazy features, I mean, God of War already runs on PS4. It was built for PS4, so... Yeah. yeah, not a surprise there. Um, I did predict that it was going to get delayed to 2022, and that has come to pass. I mean, we went almost a year without seeing anything from it, so that's not a huge surprise, surprise. to me. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but uh, God of War Ragnarok, I have to wait a little longer. Uh, but I am. that's definitely probably one of my most uh, anticipated games uh, next year, for sure. Definitely. Um, to some Starfield. This is Starfield, which we're going to get into a little bit later. Uh, yeah. So, number three, EA appoints former general manager of Call of Duty, Byron Bede, as senior vice president and general manager of the Battlefield series. So, doing a little doing a little Uno reverse on them. Yeah, um, no kidding, man. I And judging by what we've seen with this Battlefield trailer, I think it was a good idea. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I think it might have something to do with like, the mismanagement of the Call of Duty uh, series recently, which is why they're able to poach him, because... Obviously, Black Ops Cold War came out a year earlier than it was supposed to. They shuffled yep. everything around, and now uh, Sledgehammer's game, uh, upcoming Call of Duty 2021 game, is going to be released with only about a year of development. Um, pretty nuts. Pretty nuts. Yeah, man. They just keep trying to put out Call of Duties like Apple puts out iPhones, and it's just not a good idea. Uh, Xbox is aiming for one exclusive per quarter in terms of their first party releases. You love to see it. Yeah, man. Like, cause that's something Xbox really doesn't have. Yeah. Uh, we did. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it seems like the tides are shifting though. We'll definitely, uh, we'll definitely see once we, once you cover our Xbox conference that they've got a lot of stuff lined up. Uh, so 2022, 2023 and every year on should be a pretty good year for Xbox, but one exclusive per quarter is definitely a good target to hit. I think Sony already does that already, just naturally. But that's uh, it's a good uh, it's a good goal to have for sure. And moving on to number five, Xbox has detailed its commitment to growing Game Pass as a service, and we got lots of information as to what that actually entails. So uh, some of the things, uh, some of the actual points that were made includes working with TV manufacturers to develop a Game Pass app that can run on smart TVs and is built in. To smart TVs, so uh, similar to how like you boot up a smart TV nowadays and it's got Netflix and YouTube built in, there'd be an Xbox Game Pass app in there. 
um, exploring new subscription options, developing its own streaming device, uh, something that I would imagine is similar to Xbox, um, Amazon's Fire Stick, uh, and bringing its cloud services to more regions around the globe, which they have done. They expanded it with a list of some territories and regions. Um, so that's pretty cool. Uh, if they can get that streaming technology down pat where it's reliable on a, a wide range of network speeds, You'd pretty much, if you have a smart TV, you just have to go out and buy an Xbox controller and now you can play Xbox games. That's it. You don't need a console. So it's a cool idea. We'll have to wait and see how it pans out, I think. Like, that's probably, it might take a while to get there. Yeah, like you were saying, I think it would be really cool if you have a smart TV and you just be able to go out and buy an Xbox controller. Because a lot of the times, Xbox controllers are a lot cheaper than Xboxes. So (laughs) (laughs) By, By quite a bit. A marginal amount. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like we've been saying, though, that uh, Sony has the games, Xbox has the features, but hopefully soon that tide gets changed and then Xbox will have the games and the features. So Yes, and then maybe that puts uh, puts uh, PlayStation's feet to the fire and they they decide to come up with their own pro-consumer uh, service, right? Like it's, a, it's a win-win. That's the thing with competition. It always yeah. drives... Uh, it always drives innovation and uh, pro-consumerism, so you love to see yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. You definitely do love to see it. Moving on, crossplay is coming to Overwatch. Console players can party up with different consoles or PCs, play in casual modes. However, ranked will still be separated based on input devices for obvious reasons. Yes, this is awesome. This is a long time coming, and it's, it's strange that it t- it's taken them this long because... Call of Duty, which is also under the Activision umbrella, already has crossplay using the Blizzard Activision account, and you have to mm-hmm. set one of those up to play Overwatch. So I'm surprised it took this long. Yeah, I know, right? It is um, definitely surprising, especially because Overwatch is not a fresh game. That game has been around for quite some time, as yeah. has crossplay. So I think uh, almost half a decade at this point, the game's been around. Yeah. Which is uh, which is nuts. So, uh, but I mean, obviously, this is great. Uh, more crossplay. Crossplay is like one of those things where there's no downside to it at all. So Correct. I am hyped for that. And the last bit of big gaming news that is not related to E3, um, or not yet at least, is something that I am personally very excited for, and that is Naughty Dog is hiring for multi multiple positions as it continues to develop a standalone multiplayer game. This is coming from uh, VGC. They picked up on that. Yeah, so this is really this is really hype because this means that the uh, what was going to be a multiplayer mode that was tacked on to The Last of Us Part Two is very much turning into its own AAA game, and uh, I'm excited about that because the first Last of Us uh, multiplayer mode, which I'm guessing was dismissed by a lot of people as as you would, because The Last of Us is very much a single player game. Uh, Last of Us Factions was actually a really fun time. It was it was a solid multiplayer experience. So them doubling down on that in this and making it its own standalone, perhaps maybe live service or like expansive multiplayer game is it's all the things I want to hear. And uh, I I am so excited for this. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely interesting to see what comes to that. Moving on from that to the moment we've all been waiting for the our bonus, our Christmas episode that we put out last week, the the lost episode because it was lost for quite a while actually, and then was found. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, revived. and then was found. 
and taken out of wave format. Yeah, exactly. It was 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 converted to a different audio file. Yeah, that just did not work. Yeah. Uh is E3 stuff, man. Uh, E3. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Although I will say your intro to the thing we've been waiting for, it's definitely not this first conference that we're talking about. Yeah, no, definitely not the first conference. <laughs> Saturday was not a good day. No, Saturday was <laughs> it was really not a good day. <laughs> it, was, it was actually it was actually comically bad. It was a comically bad E3 day. A lot of talking about games and not really showing much of anything. And the games that they did show were games they already have had released. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let's let's put on five minutes of you walking around in Assassin's Creed Valhalla for some reason, like. Right? That, this is a good idea. Let's <laughs> let's mention that Ghost Recon exists and then just not actually say anything new about it. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh yeah, was... Watch Dogs Legion? Let's fly around in a quadcopter for a little bit. Like... Yeah. Uh, so, spoiler alert, we're talking about Ubisoft first. <laughs> so, Ubisoft, they announced Rainbow Six Extraction. Uh, that got a gameplay reveal and is releasing september 16th of this year riders republic got a gameplay trailer and it's pretty much uh steep too but with more modes of transportation and massively multiplayer <laughs> that's getting released on september 2nd 2021 mmo skater bros mmo skater bros rise up let's go uh far cry 6 uh got some more gameplay it also got a season pass trailer in which you play as all the villains which i think is the one nope. thing that nobody ever asked for ever. Um, so you get that if you buy the season pass for Far Cry 6 for some reason. Uh, Watchdog Legion gets new DLC this summer <laughs> featuring Aiden Pierce and Wrench from Watchdogs 1 and 2 respectively. Release date is July 6th. Just Dance 2022 is popping on uh, onto the stage in November. That is this November. And uh, we got uh, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. So we got an official name for that. This is what uh, um, Massive uh, has been working on. And uh, it's powered by Snowdrop, which is the same uh, engine as The Division. It's the same team that made The Division that's making this. Uh, It's coming exclusively to current gen consoles and PC, which was actually kind of refreshing to hear. um, Because we don't get a lot of uh, current gen exclusives nowadays. That's coming in 2022. Uh, it was an in-engine cinematic. There was no gameplay. And last but not least, we got Rocksmith Plus. And that actually works out because I actually think this is the coolest thing that they showed. Uh, yeah. Rocksmith Plus is a uh, subscription service that teaches you how to play guitar using the Rocksmith format. That's all the not stuff. Not just guitar. Bass. Piano. It's, it's Rocksmith. That's true. That's true. Yeah, they're, they're expanding. They're expanding. They're doing more stuff now. Um, plug your instrument into your computer. Or your console. Or your phone. Or your phone. And you just start strumming away. So Rocksmith was really cool. And it's funny because I obviously did not expect to care about Rocksmith at all. But, like, again, I think it showed up about halfway through the conference. And I was like, okay, now this is actually exciting. Like, this is something that's actually a cool idea. Yeah. Um, To me, Rainbow Six Extraction just looks, like, so clunky. Because it's, like, I get that that's how Rainbow Six plays. Because it's a tactical shooter and... Uh, you know, once you die, you're down. So it's supposed to be slower pace. That's fine, but it's very much doing like a Left 4 Dead style game, except it still looks like it handles like Rainbow Six, and it just doesn't do anything for me at all. Yeah, no. Um, R6 Extractions 
you couldn't have put it any better. It's Rainbow Six Left for Dead, uh, Call of Duty Ghost Extinction, all thrown into the same title, and it just didn't do anything for me, because it's not Rainbow Six. Rainbow Six is tactical shooter. It's right. like almost like an RTS kind of real-time strategy thing. Like, all right, let's shoot both of these guys so they don't come shoot at us, and now it's aliens. Right. Like, I, I remember in, in the very first opening of the gameplay trailer, they're walking around, and the guy and the guy's aiming, and he starts leaning back and forth, and I was like, nobody's going to use that in this. Like, I don't know why you're even showing that, because this style of mm -hmm. gameplay does not fit this premise that you're going for. Like, I don't understand. And, like, yeah. they did the barricade once, I think, in the gameplay trailer, and I was like, okay, that's kind of neat, but, like... Again, the, the jank, the the clunkiness of Rainbow Six. I don't think it's it's designed for a PVE horde mode. I uh, yeah. I don't see this one taken off personally. It didn't do anything for me. Don't th I don't think it should have been. I hope it's not going to be like a sixty dollar release AAA title, but you said it is, and it just shouldn't be. It's more of like one of those add-ons to Rainbow Six Siege that they've been doing, like some of those fun little modes. That they I think throw that's, in every that's how they again. started. I think I think they did like a, a a temporary event where it was pretty much this, and then somehow, some way, they're like, actually, we're gonna make this its own game, Far Cry Six. You know, cool. They're bringing the villains back, but I don't want to play as them. I want to be chased by them. Like I don't. I don't. Yeah. Watch I don't want to. I don't want to tell people the definition of insanity. I want to hear the definition. Of exactly. Insanity. <laughs> exactly. I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, Watch Dogs Legion, I don't play, but uh, Aiden Pierce, I mean, he's, he looks cool, so you run around as him. Um, one thing I did think looked really fucking cool was Avatar uh, Frontiers of Pandora, because that God. game looks absolutely gorgeous. Insanely gorgeous. I mean, yeah. hopefully that's the Avatar game we deserve, not the one that we got previously. Right. Um, <laughs> the movie tie-in that I did play, actually, and it was Yeah, no, it, it, it wasn't terrible, but it was not great. No, it did not. It wasn't. Yeah, it, it was not the game that we uh, deserve, especially for a, game, a movie as a, as a immersive as that one. Yeah. Yeah, but this looks uh, this looks great. And Ubisoft is one of those companies that does have a track record with like uh, showing a game and it looks way better than it actually did. It's like with the first first Watch Dogs, which is absolutely like unacceptable what they did there. But yeah, I will say it's running in Snowdrop, and it's the team that did the division. Um, the Division reveal trailer and what it actually ended up looking like were pretty similar. Like, the reveal trailer was like, holy crap, this game looks gorgeous. When the game came out, it's like, yeah, this game still looks really fucking good. So, if it's even yeah. that same, if, even if it's within that same margin of error, this game should look absolutely gorgeous. And the fact that it's next-gen only leads me to believe that it probably will be uh, a really beautiful game. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Rocksmith Plus... I mean, I don't know about you. I'm a musician. I think that's super cool what they're doing there. I mean, I don't think it's necessarily cool that it's a subscription service, but right. at the same time, you're paying for the continuity of the product. Like, I understand that. You're paying for all these cool little features. I thought that was really, just really cool that Rocksmith's doing something different. I, I love the idea of infusing, like, education. Learning and video and, games. Yes, exactly uh no that, and i've actually so i'm not a musician but i've 
I've definitely dabbled with the idea of picking up guitar and stuff like that. And uh, this, if I ever were to pull the trigger on that, this is probably something that I would that I would get that I would sign up for because it seems like like you just said, it's the blending of those two worlds. And like, if you want to get me to learn stuff, if I if I interact with some sort of digital world that's gonna you know my brain just gonna be like oh fun we're playing games i'm gonna bend my string now because this game told me to exactly Wee! Wee! yeah i want to learn black sheep uh please please and thank you <laughs> then moving on to our next uh next presentation is coke media we have dabbled on how that is pronounced uh <laughs> they have a new publishing label, Prime Matter. Kingdom Come Deliverance is coming to the Switch. Lovecraft-inspired Dolmen. A third-person action horror, Scars Above. Isometric turn-based RPG, Encased. And an update on Payday 3, which is scheduled to be released in 2023. Yeah, this. Uh, if there was any conferences that I would tell you to absolutely skip, it would be this one. Yeah. So they there's there's more games shown at this conference. I only typed the ones that got any sort of uh, gameplay. And actually, there's a there's even a caveat to that, which is Payday Three. We still have no idea what Payday Three looks like. Uh, so they talked about a lot of games, and they only showed off these ones. Um, yeah. So for me personally, um, Coke Media, the only the only franchises I really care about are um, Saints Row, Red Faction. Dying Light, and none of those were here, so it doesn't. It really yeah. doesn't matter at all. Uh, Payday Three might be interesting, but again, we have no idea what the game looks like or plays like or, or anything like that. Uh, the next conference, the big one uh, for today, was the Xbox conference, and we got a lot. So I've got fourteen items here. They revealed thirty in total, which is a just a huge amount. So. Uh, if you are interested in any of the indie or smaller smaller games that I uh, that I skip over, definitely feel free to look that up on your own. But I just narrowed down the list of the biggest announcements. Um, also, most of these games are coming to Game Pass day one for free, so or for the price of the subscription. So definitely keep that in mind because they've got a lot of shit coming. So uh, number one, we got a Starfield cinematic right off the hop. Right off the hop, God Howard walked on the stage and sort of just set the motion. Uh, it so anyone, just works. It just works. Anyone curious to uh, if Bethesda was still doing their own thing? It seems very much that Xbox is is kind of giving us the expectation that no, they are a part of Xbox now. One show, one conference. Uh, yeah, kicked off with Starfield, just a cinematic. It's coming November eleventh, twenty twenty two. You and Rashan were correct. It's coming holiday 2022. Uh, actually, on the exact same date as Skyrim. So, yep. Day uh, after my birthday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know exactly what you'll be spending that day doing. Back for Blood okay. gameplay trailer coming day one to Game Pass. That's exciting because that is a third-party game. They do not own it, but it's still coming to Game Pass. So, love to see it. Stalker 2 gameplay coming... Uh, so, Stalker 2 gameplay reveal trailer. And that's coming 2022. That's also coming to Game Pass day one. We got um, a criminally short look at Halo Infinite campaign and uh, multiplayer <sighs> gameplay. Strangely enough, no release date. We'll discuss that. Hades uh, is coming to Xbox on August 13th, 2021. Party Animals gets a gameplay reveal and announcement, I guess, because this is a new game. It looks all sorts of fun. That's coming out in 2022. 
The Outer Worlds 2 uh, has a fucking hilarious cinematic reveal trailer. Uh, no release date given. Forza Horizon 4 got a gameplay deep dive. Actually, interesting enough, I think it got the most gameplay of any game on the show. They, they showed this off quite a bit. It looks gorgeous. Coming November 9th yeah. this year, uh, set in Mexico. Flight Simulator is coming to Xbox Series X on July 27th. And it's got some Top Gun DLC coming a bit later. Atomic Heart got an announcement trailer. Uh, sea of Thieves is having a uh, Disney crossover event with Jack Sparrow, and that's coming this summer. Age of Empires 4 is coming on October 28th, 2021, day one Game Pass. Arcane's Project Omen, which we talked about a couple episodes ago, has been revealed as Redfall. I got a cinematic trailer, and that's coming in uh, 2022, uh, day one of Game Pass. And Fallout 76 Expeditions uh, The Pit is coming 2022 and uh there's also a steel rain that's coming before that i think which is a uh brotherhood of steel focused dlc so xbox yeah had a huge show um what were the highlights for you uh first of all (laughs) oh here we go starfield but just the cinematic trailer alone i hope that's an in-engine cinematic trailer we don't know though However, that game, just that trailer, looked absolutely fantastic. The, the level of detail on everything you see around you, I really do hope it's just going to be like Space Skyrim, but better, yeah. of course. That's all they need. That's all they need to do to to fulfill people's uh, wishes. Space I think. Fallout, Fallout in space. And yeah, I'm happy. yeah, it. Yeah, I was. That was ballsy move opening with Starfield. That was really ballsy, and I don't think anyone expected that. I think a lot of people were thinking that would be the last thing. But uh, yeah, no, I thought it looked. I thought it looked really interesting. I was trying to decipher whether the pilot speaking sounded like Tom Cruise or not, because that's another big rumor going around right now. Kinda did. It kind of did, right? I was thinking the same thing. I was like, it's kind of, like it, it could not be him. Like it's very well possible that's not him, but it did it- kind of sound like him. And it makes sense that, you know, because Bethesda, Microsoft, Flight Simulator, Top Gun DLC, Tom Cruise, it all makes sense. The triangle has completed itself. (laughs) He just went full Charlie Day from from Sunny right there. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, Yeah, so... I, I, it's funny that you say it because I was also I was I was I was sitting there and I was I was listening for it. I was like, okay, is it? So we don't know about that yet. But um, they opened up with that. That was uh, yeah, that was a pretty ballsy move for me personally. Um, so I'm a big Halo guy. Halo's my favorite franchise of all time. I was a little disappointed with the amount of gameplay we got. I was hoping for some proper like you see like uncut footage of gameplay, right? But it was very much just like a, a sizzle reel and. That was a little bit disappointing, uh, but multiplayer looks great. The armor customization looks fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, really weird that there's no release date yet. Really, really weird. This game was supposed yeah. to launch with your console, and you delayed it, and that's fine. Everybody was everybody was pretty on board with that delay, but you still don't know when it's coming out. And November 15th is the 20th anniversary of Halo. It's weird that they haven't locked that date in yet. Very strange to me. Maybe they are going to do that and just want to drop it on us on November 14th and be like, hey, hey, yo, remember Halo Infinite? That's tomorrow. I don't know. Like, <laughs> Did you did you forget about our biggest franchise? Well, we've got something yeah. for you. But wait, 
there's more. But wait, there's more. Yeah. No, I, uh, it's, it's, yeah, that's the only thing that's rubbing me the wrong way a little bit. Um, but for me personally, the highlight of the show was actually Redfall. Uh, that game looks awesome. And even though it's only a cinematic trailer, if you've played other arcane games like Dishonored, uh, and Prey, like, I feel like you can kind of feel how it's going to play. It's going to be really fast and fluid and like, you're, you're gunning down people, but you're using supernatural abilities and your vampires. Like, I, I really dig that trailer a lot. I thought Redfall looks fucking yeah. awesome. The uh, the Outer Worlds two trailer really really Golden. took me back in time, man. It um reminded me of this YouTuber named uh, Tobuscus. I'm sure you've heard of him, but he yes. used to make literal video game trailers. Yes, and that's exactly what that reminded me of an Outer Worlds two literal video game trailer. <laughs> That is that is actually the exact vibe that that had. No, I uh, I completely forgot about uh, Tobuscus. That's hilarious that you brought him up. Yeah. Um, that's <laughs> I really didn't think I was going to hear that word out loud ever again in my life. Uh, yeah, no, Outer Worlds. That, yeah, absolutely hilarious. Um, I it was actually as it was happening, I was like, man, like they're they're play they're playing this close to the close to the uh, they're they're uh, what is it. They're flying a little close to the sun here. Like some of, the, <laughs> yeah. some of these types of trailers have unironically been shown this weekend. Like yeah, really exactly. Shots. Yeah, um, yeah. Outer Worlds too. That was great. Um, Party animals the looks blah. like the, yeah, the blah <laughs> and lens flares. Um, Party animals too. Or sorry, Party animals uh, looks absolutely like like a blast. That looks like absolute nonsense. Very um very gang beast vibe from that one. Fallout 76, the, uh, the its updates that are coming out. You know, the game, it's kind of had its own redemption arc. You're right. Nobody cares about Fallout 76 when it first launched. And then I picked it up on PS4 because only because it was on sale at a GameStop for, what did I buy it for? Ten dollars. Mm-hmm. I bought it for ten dollars, and uh, I actually don't even think I paid that because of my pro membership. Oh. Um, <laughs> and it's slowly getting better. And the fact that they're gonna add the pit—if you played Fallout Three, you know that the pit is Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yep. And it Fallout Three had the pit. It's a fucked up place. <laughs> it is terrible. It is awful. The pit is literally the last place you want to be. That was one of those. That was one of those DLCs. Where I was like, I want to finish this, man. Like this is like this is draining this... my mental energy. This is not a good place. Yeah, it was not. I mean, it was fun. It was cool, but it was. If you take Mad Max Fight Club, you got the pit. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, it was very similar to the. Um... Uh, what was the one in New Vegas with uh, Ulysses that was a broken road or something like that? It felt very uh, lone, the lonesome road. The yeah. lonesome road, where it's just like just desolate, awful, no good. You're just like sad oh, all the time. Yeah, just they like, threw a sepia filter over it to make it look sadder. Yeah, it's just the color brown of an experience of it. <laughs> the, color, the color brown of an experience. It's just like this. Is, yeah. If you could play the color brown, it was the pit. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not great, um, but yeah. So I mean, no, it'll be exciting to see how that um, how that bleeds Pans into out. seventy six. Like I said, you know, the thirty the thirty or so uh, of you guys out there, you guys are gonna be really excited when this drops. So I'm happy for you. Yeah, guys. the 30, the thirty of us. Come on, man. 
<laughs> I tried. I tried it like uh, about I don't know six or seven months ago, and it is just it was fucking broken for me. Absolutely broken. Um, yeah. So maybe if they have some huge redemption arc or something, or if it gets really good reviews, I'll I'll check it out because uh, it's free on Game Pass. So <laughs> it's free on Game Pass. Okay, then. Then I guess uh, we're pretty much done. We've wrapped up Xbox. Uh, Square Enix. Moving on to Square Enix. Everybody loves them. We have Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin coming 2022. Guardians of the Galaxy has been revealed coming October 26, 2021. Cinematic for a Wakanda DLC with no release date. Babylon's Fall gameplay trailer with no release date. <laughs> Life <laughs> Life is Strange True Colors trailer uh has a release date coming September 10th, 2021. Life is Strange Remastered Collection also uh coming in September except on the 30th of 2021. Yeah. Um The Guardians of the Galaxy looks extremely underwhelming. It looks it looks very yeah. similar to uh Marvel Avengers except I think it's just a, a single player like uh, it's it's pretty much Marvel's Avengers that just took away all the live service elements and it's single gave you player. a raccoon. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't. I, I Square Enix is. I nothing here really does it for me. Life is Strange. I know is, is um one of those uh, games with, like a cult following. Like people love that uh, series, and uh, I've been meaning to give it a try one of these days. So I might pick up the remastered collection. Um. But yeah, the cinematic for the Wakanda, the Marvel's Avengers DLC, and they didn't even have a release date for it. That was uh, that was bad. And uh, Final Fantasy out here trying to see how long they can make their names before people fucking riot because this is ridiculous. Because you know yeah. it's Strangers of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin now, but soon it'll be Strangers of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin Thirteen Lightning or some stupid yeah. shit. Yeah, right? <laughs> like oh part two. God. Part two, yeah. <laughs> Continued. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah, nothing, oh, nothing, man. Really, like, uh, nothing really tickles my fancy. Yeah, no, Square Enix did a really good job with Final Fantasy XV. Uh, the original, like, the core Avengers game was cool for, like, a week. Yeah, for exactly. And then, and then pretty much, yeah, it hasn't done much for me since. No, yeah, Babylon's Fall, uh, that, that trailer looked extremely generic and not interesting at all. Um, yeah, Square Enix, Square Enix, and uh, Square Enix, you did, the, only, the only award I can give you this E3 season is that you were, you were slightly better than uh, Coke Media, so you have yeah. that. You have that. On par there with Ubisoft. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, uh, I, I really miss when all the publishers came for that weekend, it's really going to suck that we have to wait. PlayStation hasn't even announced when they're uh, doing their uh, state of play. Um, yeah. EA's at the end of July, so this is going to be broken up. I, I, I truly, truly yearn for the days when it was like the Sunday you had Xbox, PlayStation, you know, Activision, and the Saturday you had Ubisoft, you had EA, um, Square Enix. Yeah, but now everybody got beat Nintendo, from each other. Everybody so... there over the weekend. Yeah, exactly. Now, exactly. Now Sony thinks they're in. better than everyone. Yeah, <laughs> Sony. Sony has got such a such a, um, a high horse uh, complex that it's 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 ridiculous. But uh, yeah, that is that is all of the big E3 news of consequence that broke over this weekend. 
like I said, we've got take two tomorrow. Um, so we still got a couple of more, uh, Bandai Namco and Capcom is tomorrow as well. We still got a couple of conferences to go. We'll probably weave that, uh, like you said earlier, we'll probably weave that right into the next episode. Uh, and we'll probably break it up similarly where we'll have the non E3 news that breaks and, um, uh, just have a separate post E3 stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised. So there were a couple of rumors, um, going around that Xbox was going to announce a few more acquisitions. People were saying IO Interactive, uh, which is the developers of the Hitman series. Yeah. Um, so I was surprised that they didn't do, that they didn't have a sizzle reel uh, and say like, and you know, we love how big the Xbox family's gotten and it's only getting bigger and then they show up yeah. more. Uh, I'm surprised they didn't do that. I'm also really surprised that we didn't see uh, Design Lab uh, when that's coming because apparently if you go to the Xbox website, Design Lab is still on track to release in, or sorry, to reboot in 2021. That's where you can go to the website and get your customized official controller straight from Xbox. So I was a bit yeah, upset we didn't see that cool. as well because now that I'm on PC, I am looking to get uh, a decent controller to just have for racing games and whatnot. And Design Lab is kind of what I've been holding out for. So that was yeah, upsetting. Because we all know Xbox controllers are actually made to properly fit in a human's hand. Yes, um, they are extremely superior in terms of the ergonomic feel, in my opinion. Although the Dual Sense does look like it's made the right changes, I haven't got my hands on it yet. But uh, might just yeah. buy one just for just to have one. That's true. Yeah, I also could buy a Dual Sense. Apparently, that works with Steam. So uh, yeah, that is. I think uh, that's the show. Do you have any closing comments? Anything? Anything? Uh, anything that we didn't discuss that you want to talk about? Um, let me think here. Other than the fact that, you know, the whole Top Gun DLC for Flight Simulator bust out the aviators. Um, Hell yeah. Saturdays is that, from Beach no, Volleyball really. with the boys. For real? <laughs> Smack some booties, you know, with your, with and, your bros. Drink a couple of brewskis. And see, that's where you learn the, um, that's where you take what we got with the rocksmith here rocksmith plus you learn how to play the top gun theme song that was composed written by van halen you learn that so that way when you're playing flight simulator you can play the top gun theme song on on your guitar so yeah set it to autopilot and you just start shredding while you're flying yeah exactly uh other than that no not really e3 was um didn't quite do it for me Phil Spencer's got to get home and get a good massage for carrying this entire day on his back. Because uh, Xbox, <laughs> Xbox had the only decent showing this year. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was, that was, yeah, it was upsetting. But you know what? Pretty decent, uh, pretty decent Xbox showing. And uh, hopefully tomorrow we get some good stuff. But uh, that's, I'm... go ahead. I was just saying, I'm. I really am, man. You said it's it's really tickling me pink that I managed to predict the day, the year that Starfield was going to be a thing. Yeah. I, I I did that. I really did. did that. You willed that into existence. I really did. I should have said 2021, but nope. <laughs> if only you had known the power that you possess, you could have given us this game this year. I really could have, man. You really could have, uh, yeah. Starfield, I'm super excited for that. Yeah, I can't wait to get my hands on it. I can't wait to see more of it. I'm guessing, man. When's yeah. the next? Uh, when do you think the next opportunity is to see more of that? E3 next year. <laughs> you think they'll wait that long? 
No. I mean, but... it's possible. It's definitely possible. Yeah, no, I don't think they'll wait that long. But, I mean, that would be the next, like, given yeah. opportunity to see that. Or, no, isn't there, um, there's another big one where people usually show some stuff. Uh, what is it? Gamescom in Germany. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's, yep. that's usually, what, end of August, I think, or something like that? Or, and you also have the, the, uh, the Game Awards in December, so there's a couple yeah, okay, of opportunities. Okay. Yeah, there's a couple of opportunities for them to show off more, but, um, it's definitely possible for them to put the lid back on that and not say anything, but, uh, yeah. It was, uh, it was an E3. It was definitely an E3 that happened. It yeah. is now halfway over. So thanks for stopping by and listening to our little recap. If you liked what you heard um, and you wanted Who to knows, hear more, man. Maybe next year, uh, hang on out here. Maybe next year we'll be, we'll be cool enough to actually go to E3. So That is true. That would be... Uh, that would be something that I would do for the podcast and only for the podcast because that sounds waiting in line in San Francisco uh, for three hours and sitting beside people that probably don't shower is not my idea of a fun time. But I would do it for the podcast. I would do it for the podcast. Do it for the vine. Do it for the vine, baby. All right, that's that's our uh, that's our episode. And we will see y'all in the next episode.